Welcome to Elevate, the podcast where we dissect exceptional achievers who are consistently raising the bar personally and professionally to produce extraordinary results in investment real estate and ultimately in their lives. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here, and I'm so thankful to be joined by Vinny Chopra. Vinny, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Tyler. <laughs> so glad to be here, and hopefully I can add some value to your audience. Yeah. Well, I have no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, it's funny when I ask you that question, how are you doing? I, I definitely know the answer. You're doing great. And, <laughs> and that's by choice. I, I really think that that is by choice by you, Vinny. And um, you know, it's always, it's already been so fun to just have a very brief conversation with you before the show. So I look forward to really, you know, hopefully uh, changing somebody's life today together. And uh, let's do that. And before we do that, I want to welcome Elevate Nation back to the show because, you know, our mission is to identify and apply how the best of the best raise the bar to achieve greatness in real estate and ultimately in their lives. And it is about developing yourself personally. It's about cultivating the appropriate mindset, tapping into the subconscious, you know, being aware of what your conscious mind is really trying to limit you towards, as well as, you know, stepping in to become, you know, a master. And, uh, you know, really today is a master class and we've got the master with us here today with us, Vinny. And, you know, it's really for those who are looking to achieve uncommon results. You know, we're not looking just to do the ordinary. We're not just looking to, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, have that sort of the same thing that everyone else has, but we're looking to do something great. And, you know, to do that, we've really got to push those limits. We've got to continue to raise that bar, whether it is in our investing, you know, whether it's tactics or whether it's, you know, things that's really about ourselves. And um, if you appreciate what we're doing, um, we would certainly appreciate if you subscribe to the show, if you gave us a rating, a review, you know, it certainly helps us reach our message to more folks. And ultimately, our goal is to reach millions and millions of people because, you know, what I've recognized is that, you know, a lot of people are just tolerating their life, Vinny. I, I, I see that all over the place. They just tolerate their life. But you know what? The crowd is, um, you know, it's really starting to take note of the fact that you don't have to do that. You can live a great life. And really what we've found, and I think you would agree with me, is that real estate, along with developing yourself and cultivating the appropriate you know, self-education, self-development, as well as developing a great network and continuing to raise your bar, you've got such an opportunity to do great things. And uh, with that said, I want to go ahead and dive in here and, and uh, introduce you to Vinny Chopra here. So Vinny, when he came to the United States <laughs> from India over 40 years ago, he had only $7 in his pockets. But he knew without a doubt that the opportunities that were offered by this country were within reach because he had a vision for his life, plus the commitment to learn, work hard, and sacrifice to achieve those goals. With a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering, he entered the George Washington University to seek a Master of Business Administration degree in marketing and advertising. He sold Bibles and educational books door-to-door to support his studies excelling both in the classroom and outside because of his work ethic and overwhelming positive attitude. There's a reason Vinny's nickname is Mr. Smiles, which is evident even through just hearing the demeanor in his voice. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see the beautiful <laughs> smile and it certainly emanates, uh, emanates here. He has always believed in individuals' ability to shape the world around them through positive thought and selfless actions. He has been a passionate motivational speaker and teacher for over three decades. And after getting a taste of sales and marketing while pursuing his MBA, Vinny decided to leave engineering altogether and became a motivational speaker and fundraiser. He worked tirelessly to build clientele that would work for him 
annually to raise funds to meet their goals and dreams. And, and I know that this has led to a very successful real estate career as well with, you know, over $300 million worth of real estate deals. And, you know, Vinny, I, I love your bio. It's so much fun. And it really kind of shows that, you know what, no matter where you started, you know, anything can happen, you know, if you allow yourself, right? So I'd love to know more about Vinny as a man behind the bio. Introduce yourself. <laughs> I would love to. Tyler, you know, thank you so much again to give me the platform. I'm here to, sure. you know, say that I came from India. I always wanted to come to USA, land of opportunity. And the big thing was that I was breaking toys when I was young. <laughs> I always wanted to become an engineer. That was my big passion in life. I studied hard and you know, got scholarships and all. And when I did become mechanical engineer with distinction, then I worked for Larson Tubro, a very big company back in Bombay. But I wanted to do MBA. That was my next goal. And I said, you know what? I want to go to USA and learn sales and marketing, combine that with engineering. And that was my main passion then, you know? And I arrived, uh, like I said, over 40 years back with $7 in my pocket in New York, LaGuardia Airport, (laughs) you know, and went to George Washington University. And it just so happened about four months there, my friend said, Vinny, what are you doing for the summer? I had thick accent. People can't understand me. I mean, they can't understand me still, but. You know. <laughs> we make do. But yeah. You know, so they said, okay, I sold books. I said, what? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll carry on with you. So I went with him outside Pulaski, Virginia, I mean, Atlanta, Georgia, first summer, then other uh, Virginia, then Aiken, South Carolina. And it was so exciting for me in 2017. That's like, I don't know how many, 30 some years later, where I had $7 in my pocket, I bought $23 million worth of multifamily to bring housing in that same town where Mm. I was walking door to door, knocking on trees, sweating in in my cut-ups and got hit by a car and things like that. You know, those things don't really, uh, you know, happen. Everything happens for a reason. We Mm. come into this life to make a difference, it's a short life, but we just want to take the opportunity and move. When the opportunity knocks at our door, we need to look at it and grab it and move forward. Are you someone who is looking to seriously elevate your life this year? I mean, now, this year, 2020, because I want to let you know that I am currently opening up a few coaching spots for people like you who want to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And I want to invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. I have to tell you, this is not for everyone. This is only for those who are defiantly committed, those who are decisive, those who are coachable, those who are resourceful. They're willing to do whatever it takes. They're willing to sacrifice time, energy, and invest resources into themselves to get to where they want to be, to live life at the highest level and to elevate to a life without limits, exactly what we talked about on this show. If that is you, I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. So that's one thing that you and I really resonated on so quickly was that, you know, it's, it's a short life and everything, you know, you've got to grab those opportunities. I really like that. It really kind of stands out to me, but then also that everything happens for a reason. Like when you, yes. you, you mentioned in there, I, I think very kind of on the side that you got hit by a car. 
I did. I did. I got because see, I didn't have any bicycle or anything. Actually, one of the uh, family I was selling books to, they gave me their bicycle. They said, you know, you've been walking all these, you know, in the sun. We, we used to work 80 hours a week, 80 wow. hours. That's Monday through Saturday. And then Sunday we would do our laundry and all and meet for the sales meetings. That's mm-hmm. how it all operated. And, uh, but you're right. I got hit by a car. I said, well, you know, that's right. But then we, we were fine. And then I, you know, lasted the whole summer. A lot of people quit. See, that's mm-hmm. the other part in life mm-hmm. is a very big lesson. Don't quit. I mean, once you make a decision that you're passionate about something, you've got to figure out ways to go above the mountain, as we say, yes. you know, below in a tunnel or around or everything. Every time there is a solution to the challenge, mm. that's the biggest thing. And having that burning desire, that positivity will overcome all the big mountains that are coming, you know. And I've been a pretty positive person all my life. I think that has really helped me to really with enthusiasm and positivity conquer the world. Well, you know, one thing that I really latched on to when it comes to challenges is that I feel like whenever a challenge happens that there is a purpose for it. There's a seed for a greater opportunity and it's testing your commitment. You know, like, do you really want it? Because if so, this is the time to prove it, right? And this is the time to develop those greater capacities, would you say? Totally, totally. We grow with the challenges. I mean, if we had a very easy life, we'd be sluggish, we'd be dying, we will not be growing, right. be truthful, you know. And I always also have felt in the almighty force that we come in unison, that we are not alone. It's the energy that we give it all around us, mm. just like, you know, law of attraction, right? The secret. Yes. I really believe in that book because the higher the signals you are able to give, like the radio station, and with so much commitment and passion, we send those signals out, then people will grab those and come near to you. You don't even know where they came from, but they become a part of your team and your ecosystem to accomplish bigger goals. The big thing is, I also believe that the Almighty gives you tough situations because mm. they know that you can handle it. They know that you it's going to be a step above to growth. And that's what we should look at every time. Positive things or negative things. Similarly, see the thing is if we get too excited when we are very happy, I always say, don't get overly excited about your accomplishments mm. and don't get utterly depressed when there are sorrows and their failures. Hmm. So try to balance it. That's what life is about. Yeah. And on that concept, you know, I, I really study uh, mindfulness and yes. Um, yes. equanimity is the, the concept there where it's like, hey, look, don't try to get too high. Don't try to get too low. Just kind of stay in that middle ground, but then also, you know, vibrate to the higher energy, you know, like, like you you're saying, and some of our listeners may be saying, what are they talking about? I mean, this is crazy. Can we talk about cash on cash and IRR? I mean, I need to know how do I, how do I maximize my returns here? But what we're talking about is to get to that point. I mean, it goes without saying you've got to be an expert in what you're doing, but what you're talking about here is much higher level, which is like, this is really how you, raise the bar to the, the very, very top level, would you say, Vinny? 
thank you. You know, I've been a product of all the great mentors and I'm sure a lot of people have heard about him. They probably follow them. Jim Rohn, oh, yeah. uh, Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill. Yes. I mean, you know, Think and Grow Rich. Of course, you know, W.J. Schwartz, Magic of Thinking Big. All mm -hmm. these, I actually, you know, believe in a lot of great books. Like, <laughs> totally, I bought this book in 2003, or 2002. I mm. always sign my name and put a date when I buy it. Because that just tells oh, me that's good. what can what things I can take from this book. Just three ideas. That's what I look for. I don't look for thousand ideas. I just look for three great mm. ideas and make sure that I'm applying them. You know, Magic of Thinking book, uh, big by W. J. Schwartz. Mm -hmm. Marvelous, book, marvelous book. And I I got it in June of two, uh, 1978. Wow. June of 1978. That's and awesome. it has really changed my life because mm -hmm. I've always trained my mind to think big. Don't think small mm -hmm. because if we think too small, then that's where we're going to set our limit. But it's how we train our brain, our mind to not just, you know, we hear that 10% of the brain is only used, right? Mm -hmm. But the mind is so enormous. I mean, we could live our lifestyle in abundance of scarcity. And then, of course, you know, controlling the time. Look at all these are old books. <laughs> Look at this book here. That I got maybe in the same 1976 or something like that, you know, around the Control Your Time, Control Your Life by Alan Lampkins, The Greatest Salesman in the World by mm -hmm. Al Mandino, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Of course, How to Influence. Oh my gosh, this is the number one book number one book how to build relationships how to win friends and influence people dale carnegie oh so good so Stephen good Covey. i mean customers for life i mean <laughs> all big books, right? but the big thing is it's the oh zig ziglar i should have brought zig ziglar tom hopkins you know uh Dwayne, uh you know a lot of great people have influenced yep. a lot of us the big thing is it's what we think above our neck. Mm -hmm. The stinking thinking, right? You know, I mean, Zig Ziglar, I still remember that. He says, what's in between your ears is so important. And we need to feed this portion right here with so much stuff because we feed our mouths so much. We go to the best restaurant. We spend $100 or $200 or $300. But when we come to, you know, getting a course or a book, we think twice, should I spend $20 on this book or not? And right. that's not good. I mean, we need to be spending good amount of money to really get our mind right. You know, if the mind is right, we'll reach all the highest levels. <laughs> well, I got to make a plug here because if you're not watching this on YouTube, you need to switch over and take a look at this <laughs> on YouTube because, man, we just got the look at all these different books. And you can tell, I mean, these are these are 40 plus year old books in some in some ways. And you can tell that the, these seeds have germinated in your life. And I actually, I wanted to also highlight the thought, and I'm actually, I'm taking notes here because, uh, you know, you got to look for three big ideas from each book. Three, That's just it. look for three, right? Just That's three. really good. Because sometimes you try to overdo it and you overdo it to a point where you don't get anything back. So I think that's really good. That's a really good take. And actually, if I may say, can confess to everybody yes. on the public, I have not read a single book fully. Never. Ah, okay. I've never read it. I always look for, okay, three ideas. 
and I'll open it up in the middle. I'll open it up over here. And if something strikes and I get it, that's it, you know? And then I come back again and go through it. There might be three more new things that I find sometime again. So mm-hmm. that's it's just a small trick. The thing is, you don't need to read the whole book to find out what you want. You, you might get some great concepts yeah. in the middle or first part, then you lose them by the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Well, but just to your earlier point, I mean, what you think is what you become, you know, yeah. and, and that, that really is the main concept here. It's like, you know what, you, you could even look at a challenge and say, wow, this is devastating. Or you could say this is the greatest opportunity for me to grow. And, or you could say, wow, I just learned how to win friends and influence people, which is maybe one of the most valuable skills in the entire world if I can influence other people. And so it's all about your mind and and feeding your mind. So I really like that. I'm I'm curious, Vinny, was this, were books the avenue for you to take it from, you know, really having almost nothing to having anything you ever wanted? I would say so. I definitely would say so. And I've been a studious boy in India and then here also when I did my MBA in marketing, I was a big, uh, I was a, a success actually by selling books and encyclopedias. I yeah. figured it out. I memorized the talk. I was able to do and do my action with the hands and all. Yeah. People couldn't understand me. They said, come on in, you know. <laughs> you so had a good smile people. though. I know, I know. <laughs> but then when I became full time, I'm telling you, I was the failure. I was a big failure. I was at the bottom of the pile out of 18 or 19 consultants. Here, Vinny's sales are at the bottom. I said, holy cow, what happened here? You know, and then I realized I was not really sticking to the training manuals and learning, you know, the talk and everything and answering objections and making sure I was stopping to listen. And, you know, all those things which we learn, that's what really made me Excel about six months or nine months later, I grew like 81, 181% in my sales by just applying very small techniques. And that's when my company moved me to California to open the whole division. And I was so fortunate to be with that company. Very nice company. I started with two companies. By the time I left as director, senior stockholder and everything, it was like 14 companies we made, you know, from ground startup from two to 14 and even sold an insurance company for big amounts. And the stocks went like 6,700%, you know, wow. when I retired. So that was fun part. And we were, whatever money we would make, we'll put it in single family homes, right? Mm-hmm. Over the years, over three decades. Yeah. Now, then I become a broker, California broker, near San Francisco, uh, 2004, 15 years back. Here now, I don't know what LOI is. I don't know what cash and cash is. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about nothing, literally. My friend gave me on a napkin in a restaurant. I said, what's LOI? I asked him. He says, oh, that's where you give the terms, how you're going to purchase price and the loan and everything and the due diligence. I said, oh my gosh, I don't know anything. I came home and that was my start of the education. That's and great. in last 15 years, it's been very blessed. My first apartment I bought, it took me 11 months with me and my team to get for $180,000, 180,000, 14 units, 
14 units in Texas, in Texas. And I'm so happy to you know, declare that I worked with my partners, Enzo, multifamily, my good partners, and we just closed on $52 million deal. It's amazing. So from 180,000, I just want everybody to say, stick, stay on there. Don't deviate, stay in there, all these properties in the back. Mm-hmm. I bought 12 syndications. I did it in two years, in two years. 192 units, 160, 140, 200 something, 267, all these. The money was flowing only because we were running the operation right, transparent, making sure that the investors were getting what they wanted in our projections. We were conservative. We were not over-promising, under-delivering, but doing the reverse, you know? And I also believe that every investor, Tyler, is not one investor. See, you've got to say 10x or 20x. If you take care of one prospect and they become your client, oh my gosh, you won the world because yes. they will tell more people and more people and more people. So well, It goes back to the integrity, right? You've got to deliver for this one person and they're going to open their world up to you because you've really over-delivered on their expectations and it's such a long-term business, right? Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, making sure that we take care of clients. That's the number one thing. My retention rate used to be almost like 94%. Some of my clients worked with me for 30 years, wow. 30 years in, in a motivation speaking and raising money for them and all. And I would only meet them once a year, only once a year. But because my pictures were all over on the business card, on my digital, I have had smile like we know, Vinny yeah. Smile Chopra, because <laughs> people just took my middle name out and put smile. I used to smile. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, if I don't smile, my cheeks hurt actually <laughs> that's awesome well you know i can't i can't help but being around you and smile you know it just makes me happy and somebody was telling me this uh not too long ago on the show actually it was danny randazzo uh who's actually from san francisco he said yeah. uh, you know one of the things the ways that he elevates other people is he just smiles at them and i can definitely say that that's what you do and it's so simple but you know what we're talking about can be complex but it's interesting how you mentioned it's like 2004, I was like, what is an LOI to now I just did a $52 million deal or whatever it was. And it's like, oh my gosh. So, so tell me about that. So if we want to fast forward to today, I mean, obviously you're doing, you're doing big things still, and you're still excited. You're still growing, you're helping other people. You're still speaking to other people uh, and and motivating them and inspiring them, but also doing these deals. I mean, um, tell me about how are you raising the bar currently in your business, Vinny? I would love to, love to. Tyler, the biggest thing is, you know, I'm trying to see what is out there, right? There is 26 to 28 trillion with a T, trillion dollars of retirement funds. So my new passion is to really excite the baby boomers and mm-hmm. everybody. I'm 67 today, you know, I mean, this year, and I'm already seeing that, you know, how I can bring great returns for the great lifestyle of the baby boomers. So senior living is catching more attention in the Floridas and Arizonas. And I also have an academy that I want to impart my knowledge, what I've done for the last, you know, almost 15 years. I have designed some very great techniques and underwriting and my proposals and other stuff. So I teach those also and the youth. 
I really want to make a big difference in the youth of America, right from the 14 years, 17 years of age, so that they can learn about entrepreneurship, about real estate, because that's not taught in the high schools or the no. colleges. So my passion is to kind of take my message to the masses, millions of people, through apps, maybe design an app or design another way to reach the masses, to share with them how exciting it is, the world of real estate, and maybe have them you know, stay uh, in the duplex or triplex when they're at the age of 21 or 22 with the savings that they have they can buy that and live for free yes. and then rent out the other positions. So, and charities are really exciting me right now to give back to the handicap and orphans and things like that. Um, it, you know, I mean, we are goal setting. We are right at about 350 million or something like that. Mm -hmm. Our goal next year is to get another 200 million next wow. year, 200, you know? So it's uh, all in the scheme of things because we have made the uh, system, right? We have our own accounting department. We are vertically aligned. Just want to let you know. In other words, I've had two acquisition companies, two management companies. That way we are always managing our assets. So I've done 27 syndications. My 28th right now, we are doing it. We're gonna close on December the 10th. It's a $35 million deal. So we just did 52 end of June, and this will be like December 10th, we'll do 50 million, we just put two more LOIs, with grace of God, we got some really good ones, 50, 74 million uh, for the two new ones, that's gonna be exciting. <laughs> that's so exciting. You know, what, I, what really strikes me is that, you, you know, you, you're talking earlier about, you know, when you access one investor, you're really accessing 10 to 20 people. And, exactly. and, and the way that I tie that thought process into what you're doing is like you're, you're doing 10 times and 20 times more than the average real estate investor, even the average real estate syndicator. I mean, you were talking about big things in addition to obviously giving back and, and thinking about how can you serve, you know, several very different demographics, whether it's baby boomers or, you know, teenagers or whatever it may be in so many different capacities. And I just wanted to honor you with that. But I'm curious with all of that said, you know, obviously you've got to be focused, you've got to have systems, you've got to be vertically integrated, as you mentioned there, um, and kind of plugging and playing. But, but how do you also, um, you know, how do you decline certain opportunities that may not fit along those paths? And, and, and what does that process look like for you, Vinny? I'm so glad you said that. I'm very straightforward. I'm the most humblest guy, but at the same token, I don't like to waste anybody's time yeah. and energy and mine. Consequently, you know, right. the biggest thing is a lot of people say, Vinny, would you be interested if I bring a deal in Arizona or I bring in Seattle or bring it in, you know, like that. I say, you know, at this moment, I'm so focused in one particular area, which is Florida, you know, mm. it's like Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, Melbourne, in that corridor because I'm building my company, management company there, right? So everywhere I went, I always had several assets with the economies of scale, with preferred vendors, because we have our accounting department, our HR, our payroll department. At the peak, I had 100 people working for me, you know, with me wow. as yeah. team members. We are at about 60 some right now, full time which are on our payroll and everything. And that's the exciting part. So we have built the mousetrap 
and we can, you know, just kind of do it, you know, wherever we go, we can institute that. So that has been really motivating for me. The big thing is if we have the broker relationships and they feel that they can close the deal, right? The last 52 deal, 52 million one, I raised, I think seven million in seven hours, seven million dollars in seven hours. With this deal that 35 million, I raised like I'm oversubscribed by 1.9 million right now this morning. I only needed so little that, but you're right, investors, I started from zero. Tyler, I really did from zero. I have 148 investors, but they have always said, the, you know, like when the track record, when you get that returns, mm -hmm. they tell more people and more people and more people. I've only met face to face 28 of my investors, just wow. 28. You know, rest are all through, you know, Zoom and uh, go to meeting or Skype or FaceTime, things like that. So they have opened their wallets from 100 to 200 to 500 now. One family even put 700 in my Bentley deal over there in Orlando. And now they are putting 700 they already put. But after two months, they're putting 500 again. I just found an investor with a friend of mine who's going to give me $4 million every year for so many years now because they've been paying 57% uh uh income tax 57 percent. they said vinnie if you could take that and give us the you know the cost segregation you know the uh accelerated oh, yeah. depreciation and everything mm -hmm. and he's going to be totally immersed in the real estate 750 hours and more everything then it's going to be amazing you know so all those things by keeping in perspective that you know we got to be always uh, working on the spinning in my book, right? You know, mm -hmm. uh, I may put a little plug on my book. Uh, you have to. You, have <laughs> you to. know, this book, I just wrote it for myself, really. And mm. I couldn't believe it. I thought I'll sell two copies. Oh my gosh, I got 106 five star reviews. No, one person doesn't like it. That's okay. <laughs> but you know, 105 <laughs> reviews. So that's exciting for me to see that people can, you know, really see the light at the end of the tunnel. I think the only way to scale up is through commercial. You know, mm -hmm. even the wholesaling or flipping, it's a one-time job, you know, right. uh, notes, buying and all that. I just caught that vision in 2004 and five and six, and I have just stayed the course 14 years. And now, you know, my goal is to get to billion. That's amazing. Well, and, and for our non-YouTube uh, watchers here, uh, our audience there on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, I want to make the plug there for Vinny's book. He, he, just, he just showed it there on the screen, Apartment Syndication Made Easy. You definitely have to check that out. And, and you're, so, you're so humble with that because it's become an extremely popular book across, uh, across everywhere. But that's why I asked the question. It's like, you know, someone who achieves so much and who's got these massive goals and, you know, who's doing it in a fun way. It's like, you don't have to just do it. So like, oh, you're all mad the whole time, you know, but um, I, that's why I asked the question. It's like, how do you say no? And, and the, really the answer is like, you know what, we've got our focus here because we're building our vertical integration here and yes. we're not really interested in these other ways. So I think that's a great thought process that you can really apply yeah. so yeah. many different places, whether it's your business or your life. Totally. So true. You know, I have really always believed that, you know, you want to be totally upfront. You have to respect everybody around you yeah. and their time and their energy and everything. 
and you want to push them forward. You want to give right. them everything you got so that they are very successful. In, and that's what my goal is now. My students to really surpass me. That's the name of the game. Because if I can teach everything to even one person and they surpass, that's going to be the happiest life. The that's biggest awesome. thing is happiness is today. Happiness is not a destination. It's a journey. And, you know, when I was W2 job, I used to get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock. When I, you know, retired, totally retired, I don't need to know to do anything. Then <laughs> I'm getting up at 4.30 at mo in the morning. And yes. I'm so excited to do the miracle morning, the exercise and chanting and yoga mm -hmm. and everything and making sure that I'm just ready to take on the world and paying that gratitude. That's the other book I would like all of our audience to kind of look at. I don't get paid anything. Hal Elrod, I met him yep. and just a great guy. He just wrote another book, uh, Miracle Equation. That's his yep. new one. Amazing book amazing book you know because mm -hmm. if we align ourselves daily in the morning i mean we can accomplish and conquer the world absolutely and so this is such a great segue because i want to know more about your habits i mean what what are some habits that are you, you mentioned so many different ones right there and so many very profound habits i would imagine for you i'm curious to know you know what's what's one or two that have really kind of set yourself apart I would definitely say, you know, I have big board here, prioritize and delegate. That mm. has lived with me. I always believe in Stephen Covey's book when I read about the quadrant, the urgent and non-urgent and also important and non-important. So it's good to spend time with not urgent but important segment, segment number four. And that's where we can spend time Thinking time is the best time anybody could take. Preparation time, thinking time, prospect time, making sure everybody, which brings Prato principle, right? 80-20. If yep. you can spend majority of the time in high paying activities, even 20% of the day, if we spend that, we get 80% result. Hooray. And you know, we won the case right there, you know? Right. So that's what it is. I always believe I'm, I compartmentalize. Just like in the drawer here, right? I can go from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting and totally immerse myself mm -hmm. in that moment and get there and make sure I can contribute to that meeting and then I close it and then I'm going to the next one. So, and then, you know, physically, health-wise, eating right, all those things are important. And I like to, you know, uh, I mean, as a 67, I want to be like this for the next 20 years, have the vision board, of a lot more things and leaving a legacy, things like that, you know, so that motivates you, you know? <laughs> Man, there's so, so much good stuff there. And I, I think one thing that's really just a takeaway for me at times is like, you know, we move so quickly and you've got to be, you've got to be present, right? Yeah. Immerse yourself in the meeting, immerse yourself in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, we talk about this a lot, actually, but the, a book that's come up so many different times is The One Thing by uh, yes. Gary yeah. Keller. And you know, it is about the one thing, like, what am I doing now? W-I-N, yes. how do you win is what am yeah. I doing now? Am I having yeah. a conversation with Vinny? You know, I gotta be present with you because my goodness, what a great opportunity, you know? And if I'm listening to this podcast, I've gotta be taking notes, you know, what can I take action on? What's three things that Vinny's already talked about that's like, whoa, big, you. Mind, you know, mind-blowing things. So um, 
I really, really like that. And, and I also like the thought of, you know what, vision boards and, and, and envisioning what you want in your life, because that's kind of what we started with is that you saw an opportunity here in this country, um, yes. you know, to do something great. And then you continue to follow along that path. Um, so I'm curious, you know, a lot of the theme of what we've talked about so far has really been investing in yourself, investing yes. in your mind. Uh, for um, sure. What else are you investing in? I mean, what would you say would, would be the most wor worthwhile investment that you've made in yourself maybe in the past few years? Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I would say definitely I do massage. Very okay. nice deep tissue <laughs> massages. Every yep. week we like to travel a lot. Some months, mm -hmm. some years we have traveled six times a year all abroad and everywhere. We are just leaving now for the union in Cancun. We just got back from Japan this year, South Korea. We are planning for the South America trip, 17 days in February. So those kind of things are very important because it's not just making money. It's yes. to enjoy life. Yep. And then you know, making sure concerts and things and mm -hmm. gift giving, all that you know, good stuff. The other good part is that I'm so, so vigilant. I, I just started two startup companies here in the Silicon Valley because I live in the Silicon Valley. Wow. And one of the big concepts, I would love to, you know, if you don't mind, please hear about Oxygen. That's a brand new startup company as Open Door has become to the single family, Tyler, where people can call and they say, would you like to buy my home for 10 day closing or 15 day closing and you get cash for it. We are doing, trying to do the same thing for multifamily. So wow. we want to be the open door for multifamily. We have already been working on it for a year and four months now, and we have it already out there, oxygen.vip. So oxygen.vip, www, where if you want to buy, it's a frictionless way to buy multifamily from the seller because we find it's a big boys network kind of thing. Yeah. It's antiquated because if the seller sells it to the Cushman, you know, and Field or Marks and Milichap or CBRE, they're not even advertising on LoopNet or on CoStar. They are doing it on their own website, monopolizing right. it and only giving to the handpicked like Winnie and others, right? You know, right, right. Is, but other people are missing out. So we are trying to build this program where we could buy the multifamily in 15 day closing, 15 wow. day closing, cash given, and then we'll be totally transparent with the phase one report, with survey, with uh, you know everything, everything done for the buyer, 1031 buyers or syndicators or investors, and give them on a silver platter with the PPM, private placement, you know, and everything. So right. that's the one which I'm very passionate about, Oxygen. The other one, which I got hacked last year on the cloud security. So my friend who actually took a business to NASDAQ and sold it for hundred million, uh, I have joined hands with him. That's my other one on cloud defense is the other startup that I'm very excited about. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> well, it's, it's just an innovative, I mean, 
what one of the themes that I'm seeing here is it, it's, you know, a lot of the things that you're talking about are not, you know, it's not like you're recreating wheels in so many different ways. You're taking a thought process and applying it to something that hasn't been done yet, which is a lot of what, you know, entrepreneurism is. And I love that thought because it does spark, you know what, there's always something new to create. There's always a new opportunity. Yep. And you know what, also, if you fail, it's not like the end of the world, you, you still try. Um, but nice. I'm curious to know, like, what, what um, if we were to speak about failures, is there anything that sticks out to you that's really uh, been something that's like, so wow, I can't believe this happened at the time, oh, but gosh, it stood totally. out to be something awesome. Oh, oh my gosh, totally. <laughs> Let me kind of share with you. Do we have many hours though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, one thing I definitely want to say to the audience that I hardly remember negatives in my life. Mm. My wife tells me, actually, I wrote this book, you know, apartment syndication dot, uh, whatever, uh, made yep. easy. My wife loved it and everything. She says, but you know what? Actually, it's a limited audience book. I said, what do you mean? She says, you know, I've been married with you for 39 years, but you have been the most positive guy. I would like you to write a book on positivity. Guess what? <laughs> Next morning, I got up and I said, let me start dictating my book. And it's coming out now. It's called Positivity Brings Profitability. So my whole life has been to really look at everything. Sometimes people say, Vinnie, you don't look at realistic things. But I tell them with my energy, the realistic things also changed for the better because of the positive energy. But the big thing is, there have been many, many failures, many failures, Tyler. You know, I mean, I couldn't go back to my life when I was growing up, we didn't have television, we didn't have a car, we didn't have a motorbike, we didn't have refrigerator, we didn't have television, we didn't have anything, you know? And I used to get paid like maybe $2 per month as my allowance. And I used to drink Coke, literally, can of Coke, a month would be my, and a pound cake, small piece of pound cake. That was, I was looking forward to that every, every month, you know, when I was growing up. But the thing is, when you have abundance, but you have the humble beginning, you really keep those things in check, you know, and that's a huge part of life is to make sure that you're gratifying, you're giving, you know, to the people around. But failures have been so many in the purchases also. I have closed almost every LOI, but I won't be saying, I'll be wrong if saying I made all the right decisions because mm -hmm. we have done you know, properties where we didn't do good due diligence that came to haunt us, you yep. know, I mean, things happen, but you, you know, you look at, okay, this contract, that contractor, right. You say, okay, this will probably do a good job, right. You give the contract to them, but if they don't come through, then that's a failure, right. Your failure as a leader and it's there, then you take them to court and other stuff and all that. I'm pretty strict in all that. I can give everything. But if somebody does not do right, he, they, I can be tough also. I can be very, very tough, you know, for them also. But mm -hmm. a lot of failures have come in my life, you know, personal failures. I mean, we've been married very nicely. Our kids, Neil and Monica, done very well, went to Berkeley, went to UCLA, all that. They are very healthy, happy. So all that, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, what you said there is like, you don't always remember the negatives. They don't stand out to you. It's like, oh, I can't believe I failed on that. And that's yeah. really kind of the big takeaway is that even though, as you mentioned, you've had, you know, 
40, 50, 60 plus years of failures at times and things that have been really kind of heartaches and challenges, you don't have to, you know, you know, keep you from smiling, you know, or, or keep you from going towards the next opportunity. Now, just because you failed on due diligence at one time doesn't mean that you can't go after that $52 million deal now and do a great still, job. And do true, still true, Tyler. I mean, this was in the sewer lines. I mean, we bought this property in San Antonio and then the, uh, we just didn't r run the cameras through. Right. I yeah. learned from that point right away. Now we have been, been, so we take corrective action and then we start doing those things so that we don't do the same failures again. Insanity is to keep on doing the same thing, you know, over and over again. So that's true. The other part I also believe is that 30 seconds back, what happened? I cannot change it right now. Yeah. And I cannot do anything about it. Learn from what happened. But the longer I dwell on it, if I lost a sale or a customer or anything, I just always told myself, you know what? It was not meant to be. Yeah. It was meant to be what happened. Or when things are happening with me today, any kind of situation comes, I say, God has given me that. Let me take a breather, you know? Yeah. And then you look at it or you sleep overnight. Many times those challenges go away. They never were challenges to start with. Or you figure out a different way to handle it, you know? The biggest thing is we just need to train our mind. No matter what comes at you, unless it's taxes, paying taxes or death. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one thing that really sticks out to me on this is like, I read the book Meditations by Marcus Aurelius a few years ago. And yeah. I love it because it was so wise. It was talking 2000 years ago, the Roman emperor was talking about things that we really have still challenges with today. But he yeah. said, look, it's not, it's not the challenges that are, are happening to you in your life. It's how you see them. And I'm sure he, he said it much more eloquently than that. But it's how do you see the challenges? How do you see your circumstances? Do you see it as, okay, you know what, it wasn't meant to be and now let's move on. And, you know, or do you see it as, wow, what was me? So, you know, some people may say, well, positive thinking, it's, you know, woo woo and all this, yes. but, um, yes. you know, look, I do think it's an abundance mindset because there's always something to learn or there's something to grow from. And so, uh, you know what, Vinny, this is so much fun. And I want to, uh, I want to transition into our, um, our rapid fire section sure. and we sure. call that the, uh, the rare air questionnaire. And yes. the reason why we call it that is because. Obviously, we're climbing Mount Everest here, and you know yeah. what? Um, we've got a smile on our face, and most people gave up, but we didn't. You know, the, the oxygen is low here, but we're going to continue to push through and, and raise the bar and yeah. uh, do great things. So, so Vinny, we talked, we started this conversation with you showing me, you know, 15 different books, which was amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm curious to know, what is the most, number one, most impactful book that you've ever read? You know, I would say Eckhart Tolle's. I don't know if I showed that or not. This book has really, really transformed me, The Power of Now. And mm -hmm. we did talk about it. What we are doing today, right now, this moment, is so important to control the time and control your life, like we say. Mm -hmm. But this is an amazing book. Eckhart Tolle has made a big impact you know, on me. I know there is a big book coming up right now, which I'm just reading, The Big Shift. You know, I think yep. as leaders, we need to really be looking into cutting edge what is going to happen, demographical changes and the artificial intelligence and what's going to happen with the Ubers and the driverless cars and how the millennials are liking portability, how yep. these young, you know, baby boomers, that 72 million 
are retiring and where are they going to focus and all that, you know? So those things have it. I love it. And I have to remind everybody, I got to remind myself, it's like, write your name and the date in the front yeah, of the book. Please. That's awesome. I'm going to start doing that. And what's the top three things that you learn from these books and, and apply them immediately? Yes. And uh, we'll definitely put all of this in the show notes. Um, so we'll, we'll link to all these books, uh, of course. So what's the, uh, you know, I, I know we've talked so many things in, in ways that you do this already, but I'm curious to know, uh, if I asked you this question, what would, you, what would be your gut answer? What is the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis? You know, I'm so glad. I think maybe the elevation comes when you stretch yourself. When mm. you say that I'm going to do this and this and this and this. Remember, I never said or. I never said, mm. I'm going to only do this today or this or this or this. Our life is such that we have to give the best role that we are given, best things that we are able to contribute and different roles of our life. And that's how I look at it. I feel like mind is, can be stretched and we can do accomplish so much more than what we think we can. And it's better to just stretch it and then stretch it more, and then stretch it more. That's the way. That's so grow. fun. And that's, that's when you get real purpose in your life when you become something greater, you know, and that's what I, I love so much about that message is, you know, the, the first, I guess, uh, carrot that are, is held in front of you is, you know, riches and wealth and all these things. But the greatest thing that happens is who you become when you stretch yourself, you know, you start to feel so proud and so, um, yeah. so satisfied with your life. And, uh, you continue to seek more of that. So I think that's a great, great message. What's the best way or, or, or how do you, would you say, uh, elevate others around you? You know, I think give the best in, I think, listen to people. I think many times we just are already having our own agenda. You know, when we meet with people and we don't give them the chance to speak their mind and we don't ask mm. pointed questions because... Yeah. The only way to contribute and uplift the people is to see what's going in their mind. And if it's good or bad or ugly or whatever, kind of soothe it over. Because many times leaders like to, managers and leaders, leaders like to think that, okay, I've got my agenda. Let me give it to that whoever is I'm meeting yeah. with, right? It could be prospect, could be anybody, team player. But the thing is, you've got to see where they're coming from. Coming from and then you add value so that yep. when they leave you, they, you may make made a big impact on their life. That's so good. That is so good. And you know, it's funny because I'm sitting here, I'm holding this pin and I think about the question that people ask in an interview. It's sell me this pin, right? <laughs> and some people would say, well, you know, Hey, it's a great pin. It's got all these different features. You know, it's got the ballpoint. It does this, this, and this it's black ink, but really the, the real answer, I guess you would say is, all right, well, what, what kind of pen do you like, Benny? You know, what, what type of needs do you have? You know, questions. That's and then right. you listen. Maybe they don't even need a pen. Maybe they need a, you know, a computer. <laughs> I mean, so, but, but to your point, it is, it is about listening. And I think that's such a great message, uh, a great reminder for all of us as we move fast. And as you mentioned before, it's, you're stretching yourself. You're not saying, or you're saying, I'm doing this and this and this and this, but also, in the midst of that, I'm stressing myself, but I'm also focusing on someone else. I'm listening. I'm caring what they're saying. I'm truthfully, you know, intuitively listening. I'm not just, you know, hearing the words, but I'm, you know, encompassing them and asking pointed questions. So that's such a great, great reminder. I appreciate uh, that. You know, also when you say that I'm going to do this and this and this and this, 
that also puts us in a position to delegate more, to sure. really have the vision, set it up correctly, prioritize, and then take care of the A's and B's, but then hire virtual assistants and team members mm -hmm. and everything. There is so much out there. I know a lot of people can do much better job in a lot of activities that I don't need to immerse myself into. So that is a tremendous opportunity for us to get like 200 million. No, maybe not. Is it? Oh, no, maybe 200,000 freelancers, right? Wow. You know, yeah. to Upwork or Fiverr and other places. And it's great to utilize their skills rather than just putting ourselves on this, on the edge and not finding time and things like that. That's so, so good. Uh, so Vinny, any parting thoughts or words of wisdom that you would leave Elevate Nation with tonight? <laughs> you know, I would say definitely take massive action. You know, be positive, smile, because people love, you know, when, yeah, oh my gosh, I forgot. Always give three to four business cards. Oh my gosh, that's the truth. Because you never give one business card to a person. Never, ever, ever. Because you always give two, three or four cards. Because if you make an impact with them, they will never give you a card away. They want to share your story. They want to talk about you. If you give them two or three extra cards, they're going to pass them along to other great family, friends, and oh my gosh, and put a picture on your card. Never have a card without your picture. Your whole Facebook, you know, nowadays everything, you know, Twitter, this account, that account, mm -hmm. because people like to Google you right away. So yep. contribute, just, you know, start writing. Where, what you are trying to do in your field, start recording and writing and putting out there in the universe because that's where people will really become your followers and they'll feel good about that you know you're out there. Well, we're all certainly uh, becoming your, your fans and your followers for sure. And, and uh, Vinny, it has been an absolute pleasure to be with you tonight and I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh my gosh, so pleasure, so much pleasure, Tyler. You know, and if anybody would like to hear or meet me, my website is vinichopra.com. That's V-I-N-N-E-Y, uh, Chopra.com. And of course, on Amazon or just Google, Vinnie Chopra, you'll come across a lot of my videos and different things. And I, you can partner you know, with me, a general partner also. You can do that way or uh, passively invest in our deals and also become uh, you know, mentee. I, I also coach personally, you know, uh, students and so forth like that. Well, what a great opportunity um, to take massive action now, right? Yes. Um, as you just That's mentioned, you know, yeah. it's like one of the things is like, man, we have so much wisdom here. Um, we've got to listen to the show again. We've got to take repetition, take notes. What are the top three things we talked about today and how can we take massive action immediately? And also beyond that, it's like we have a unique time in this life to share yes. this with so many people. Share this with one person, but you can do it so easily and you can embark upon them the wisdom and you can learn it greater yourself. So that's one of the things I really love about this. And man, I tell you what, it has been so much fun and I really look forward to such a long-term relationship together, Vinny. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. God bless you. And congratulations on such a great podcast and the message you're bringing to millions of people. And I know you mentioned it in the start of the broadcast that you want to 
reach millions of people and I think that's the way to do it digitally it's very possible and I know I wish you all the success in the world oh well thank you so much and you know what we're gonna have to have you back on at some point here so let's let's continue the conversation and until next time Vinny thanks again and Elevate Nation thank you so much for being here and uh, look forward to next time and have a great day Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit tylerchesser.com.